0: Way off. It's the side of the backboard. Take that for data.
1: Adams gives it back to Russ. Deep shot.
2: Fantasy Basketball Podcast.
3: Welcome back to Daddy's Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Daig, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Gabe Barzo.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? First round of the playoffs.
0: Let's get it.
3: And Zach Mueller.
0: Uh-huh, the only one not in playoffs that's in here. You love to see
3: it. Uh-huh. We also uh, today brought in uh, Nick Harris for a little playoff pod action. Nick, what's up, my guy?
1: What's up, what's up everyone? Glad to be here. Uh,
3: so Gabe?
1: Some uh, some on-air trash talk that <laughs> is sure to go down, except when I was talking to them before, it doesn't seem like Nick is that into his team at the moment. So we'll see if that changes throughout the course of the night.
3: I mean, we're just, we're just so cordial around here, you know. Yeah. Uh, it is a much different vibe than the Fantasy Football League. Um, and I don't know if there's, like, people in that league that we excluded from this league, or maybe it's just the cast of characters that have made the playoffs as opposed to those who did not. But uh, it does feel like there's a little bit more respect to be shown in, uh, in the Basketball League, at least so far. So yeah,
1: Camp, Camden and Garrett are pretty hostile people.
3: Yeah, so it was a big R, but he's like never really in it um, in <clears> any <throat> fantasy thing that he does. So uh, he usually fades out pretty quick. Uh, but like you were mentioning, Gabe, we are into playoff time. So we thought it would be fun uh, bring on our buddy Nick uh, have a little have a little more in depth uh, playoff podcasting for you guys. Uh, I know Gabe. Uh, I mean, Gabe, you love this stuff when we did it in the football um oh, yeah. the football podcast, but like really diving into the matchups. Uh there's there's only two this week because we have two people on bye. There's really only two matchups that we're worried about in this league. Um the first one being me versus Nick and the second one being uh I almost said Ramsey, but it's Bobby uh versus Garrett. And so we're going to we're gonna hit those pretty hard. We'll still have a couple of different things we talk about around the NBA, uh, but mainly it's all about the fantasy stuff, which is going to be super fun and exciting. Gabe, did you have anything you wanted to add?
1: Yeah, Nick, you managed to hold out uh, Ryan from the playoffs. So congratulations for sealing up that sixth spot because I know that he was pretty disappointed that he didn't even make the playoffs. James gives me a soft one, unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is a uh, hard knock life around here so yeah. we're moving on with these six and uh we'll see who gets crowned the champion in, in three weeks or two and a half
3: hey nick who do you think felt better about ryan not making the playoffs was it was it you since you were the one who knocked him out or ramsey because i know when he was in here he was all about ryan not making the playoffs
2: <laughs> it's definitely
3: <Ramsey.
1: laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. Uh,
3: what's well, funny <laughs> What's funny is I'm pretty sure we're gonna have Ramsey on our uh, on our next podcast. Uh, he just just to like bring some more insight and all of that. But I'm very excited for what he has to say when he comes on here and just bashes uh, Ryan. I'm sure for not even making the playoffs.
1: I thought I thought the best part of the entire situation was that just like the real life Bulls. Brian traded for Vucevic <laughs> and then tried to make a push for the playoffs, and it's going to end up with, like, having to trade his good pick away because of the trade for, Vuce, for Vucevic. Bro, you're,
3: uh-huh. That's actually wild. That yeah. is, uh, I mean, honestly, that's that's just, like, nice. That's the way it should be. Our league is so much <laughs> like the NBA that we just have all these uh, accurate depictions yeah. of it.
1: No, there is a, I kind of wanted to go through and, like, put like team similarities to like real NBA teams to our league. I've like done it a little bit in my head, but the Ryan's team being the Bulls is like the easiest comparison in the world for me.
3: <laughs> I do wanna mention before we move on here, uh pulling back the curtain a little bit, we were waiting on one guy for this podcast and I just think that it was so ironic that the one guy we were waiting on is the only guy that didn't make the playoffs this year. Um and so Zach, did you have anything that you wanted to to say, did you even want to be on this podcast today?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, the reason I was late, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's over. It's game over. Uh, now, I'm on here to talk to the boys. That's about it. I respect it. Now, we
3: do, we do still have to have you on as a co-host. We do still expect you to provide, uh, at least, I guess, like an entertainment value at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, it's, Zach, I just want to give you real quick, what what are you looking forward to the rest of this season? It can be, like, NBA or fantasy. Um, and then kind of how are you feeling about your team going into next year?
0: Uh, rest of the actual NBA season, I'm just excited to see how the standings end up. And as long as the Mavs aren't in the play-in, I guess it'll be kind of fun to watch. Because you'll at least have, at the very least, we're either going to have Luka – Dame Steph the Spurs and then John Morant. we're gonna have some combination of that most likely so that'll be uh, pretty interesting to see and then as far as my fantasy team I think next year will be better I had to give up some trade assets to get Luca for this draft but now I've got that extra third round pick and I'll have my keepers with Luca included so I think I think I'm gonna be pretty solid next year, one of the top four to five teams at least, um, as long as I don't botch the draft. But we'll see.
3: Cool, cool. Well, you gotta
0: pray that Luca works on his free throws over the off season. He's been better this year, hasn't he, than last year, percentage wise. He's
3: still in the seventies, isn't
0: like he? 70. So like for real life NBA,
1: it's it's okay, but like for fantasy, he shoots Dude. so many free throws. That
0: like he misses about ten a week probably. That well, just Luca's tr- truly is LeBron Jr. Like <laughs> everything about him is unbelievable.
3: Yeah, even when he leaves the team that drafted him, that's gonna be just <laughs> like him.
0: I, re- I read some comparison the other day, and they're like, somebody did like an in-depth analysis of who you can actually compare to, the, like the way Luca's played, and it was like LeBron four years in a row. Um, James Harden, two of his years, and then Kobe. And those were like the only players, like, oh, wow. as far as everything that goes into it. I don't know what all they did, but those were the names I heard. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's mainly Harden and LeBron I would compare him to. But hopefully he's uh, more loyal than both those guys. So we'll see. We'll
1: yeah, see. How's he going to recruit to the maps to build the uh, super team he
0: Dude, honestly, this off season, I'm just hoping for DeRozan and then a decent big, and I think that'll be a oh, success. Oh,
3: man.
0: There's no way we're going to get a, a superstar.
3: I can just tell you, if you're saying the phrase, I just hope that we land DeRozan, it's not looking good, buddy. <laughs>
0: I mean, if we if we have DeRozan on top of what we have now, I'd... I think we're a pretty solid team. Like who who are a superstar that we could even get next year? Kawhi's not gonna come here.
1: John I don't...
0: Collins. Do you consider John Collins a superstar? No, no. I consider him maybe a star. Same level as DeRozan, maybe. Yeah, but it has a much different skill set. Yeah. Could I mean, be I a think John Collins might mesh better, but we do need someone that can actually shoot too.
3: Could be a, a an addition by subtraction sort of off season, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, KP. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love you. If we can get something in return, somewhat, that'd be fine
3: with me. Um, Zach, uh, give us kind of update on the Mavs. Uh, how are we feeling? I know I was kind of messaging you last night. Pretty brutal loss last night, but uh, where are you at with this team? Are we gonna make any noise in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, this was
0: definitely a bad loss, but I don't think it's as bad as you thought because we had like. Three of our, we had two starters out, uh, two other key players basically out because Kaliba played 10 minutes then got hurt, and uh, the Kings did not have Fox, but they had everybody else pretty much, so I mean, I I don't know. They shot 50% from three, like, how are you going to beat that? I actually want to know, like, a stat when teams are shooting, like, 48% and above from three, what the odds of you winning are. So, that that was the main reason we lost. They just couldn't miss, and Halliburton played pretty good. And then, um, as far as our outlook, I mean, we just beat the Lakers twice. I know they didn't have LeBron, but they did have AD, and AD actually played a lot that second game. And then, um, we're still a half game ahead of the Blazers and they have been the choke artists of the NBA. They've been the bad. The like two weeks, they have just choked every game away. <clears throat> so hopefully Memphis can jump them and then we just barely squeak in with the sixth seed. That's fine with me. We'll see what happens.
3: Yeah. Lots of, uh, lots of really juicy potential first round matchups in both the Eastern and Western conferences. Um.
1: Cool. I just, I uh, like the the Kings had everyone else, but everyone else is like bad. Damian Jones is on a ten day contract. He played like twenty plus minutes. Mo Harkless played thirty five. Yeah, he shouldn't even be an NBA starter. Like Tyrese Halliburton's a rookie. Like if you want to get beat by a rookie, that's fine. But I just like it. Kind of worries me when the a bit like when when teams have i mean every team has an off night right like it's
0: not and everything has an on night the, but the i jazz, just fucking like the jazz just lost to the t wolves last night right
1: but at least they have carl anthony towns and they have uh, d'angelo russell who hit seven threes last night like they have all-star caliber players who just sometimes don't really know what they're doing like, also also their roles on their Mi-
3: minnesota sneakily is like five and five in their last 10 games so. Yeah,
1: and I was saying, like, their their core, like that Malik Beasley, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, is not as bad as their record, like, should be.
3: Oh, no, they got decimated by COVID and Cat being out right. pretty much all year. Yeah. the
0: Kings, like, their coach is bad. <laughs> the Kings are bad. bad, bro. I cannot <laughs> yeah. believe y'all lost that game. <laughs> but, uh, I, I agree, but they literally <laughs> shot 45% from three, and we shot, like, 27 or something. Not... We we haven't been able to hit a three, and Hardaway has been killing us. That dude has been trash. He's luckily. been
3: yeah, he's been pretty bad. Um, Nick, do you want to give us kind of uh w- what you're feeling on the Rockets? I know there's really not much to update, but uh, are we optimistic for the off season? Or I think we kind of asked you last time, uh, in in the midst yeah, of I'm... the losing streak. But where are you at now? Uh,
2: pretty much still the same place. Um. I guess optimistic is, I mean, yeah, that's, I'd say optimistic. We're losing, have the worst record. Um, I, I'm, we actually haven't been like as terrible over the last 10. I think we've won like three or so.
3: <laughs> last 10, uh-huh. y'all are, <laughs> y'all are one in nine in the last 10, actually.
2: One in nine? Oh, shit. I believe Bye-bye. so. <laughs>
3: But it, but it's uh, like better, right? Like, like even being within okay. single digits is kind of like a win for Sorry, y'all.
2: I was thinking of the Dallas game. I was like to too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's cool. Um, Kelly Olinick has been surprisingly good. Um, best player on our team. Might even like look to keep him now.
1: Yeah, that's what I was. What I was gonna say about the Rockets was that with John Wall being shut down for the season yeah. with the uh, hamstring thing, like I, my my favorite thing about watching Rockets games now is just seeing like what can Kevin Porter, Christian Wood, Jay Tate, even olinick like what can this team do together? And like, what is the future looking like, but like out on the court, you know, like seeing it all come together without the ball constantly in John Wall's hands when he's out there, you know?
3: Yeah. Big time. So who's the primary uh, ball yeah. handler for y'all right now with John Wall out?
1: KPJ. And then we've also got like uh, DJ Augustine, Avery Bradley, DJ Wilson, all those guys like out oh, of, not of uh, minutes. Yeah. DJ Wilson
3: better not be ball handling nothing. <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs> he had like 20, 20 something. Uh, well, Brooks oh, too. Well, Monty okay. Brooks is uh, another ball handler. Any uh, I know why, DJ Wilson. Jacks. I just, I just, all of these uh, like fringe players run together, and I thought DJ Wilson was somebody else.
3: Anything funny or interesting that y'all have seen this week on the Rockets?
2: Uh, D. J. Wilson
3: scored
1: at twenty five. <laughs> <Bro>. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, That's pretty really, like unnerving footage of the incident with Sterling Brown.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. That actually That's
1: was. Footage. So I do. We, can, we at least know that Kevin Porter junior got a uh, got his teammates back.
3: Yeah, but you knew that when he was in Cleveland, right?
1: <laughs> Wasn't he <are you> fighting <laughs> yeah. people up there? <laughs> But sometimes it was teammates.
3: So <laughs> oh, that's good point. Kids, some loyalty. <laughs> um, I guess shifting into the Thunder. We are currently on a 14 game wins. uh sorry, losing streak. Think of those as wins. Um, and it is glorious. Like this is the greatest tank job maybe since the Process Sixers. Uh, because even though we haven't lost as many in a row as y'all, like the Rockets. <laughs> The Rockets were like devastated after they lost those games. So would y'all lose like twenty or something close?
1: Yeah, yeah. once Christian Wood went out, I think we won like one game.
3: Yeah. The- but it was like a twenty game losing streak or something like that. And like you would see yeah. Steven Steven Silas and like that dude just looked like the most defeated person on earth and like chemistry yeah, was we- horrible.
1: <laughs> We didn't hire him to rebuild the team. So no no like- doubt. Oh, no, no. We're I there, absolutely blame him.
3: Yeah, no, I don't blame him at all. I, I, that's not where I was going with it. But, like, it's a totally different vibe in OKC, bro. Like, they lost their 14th game in a row um, this past week or just a couple days ago. And literally, they're, like, vibing after uh, Zoom meetings. Um, like, whenever they're talking to media, like, the coach is, like, joking around with his players. And I, I just think, like, organizationally they've bought in and know kind of what this is uh and the guys are still like having a good time and enjoying the season and there's like a bunch of guys on the team who probably wouldn't be paid otherwise which i think is a big factor a couple funny things we did sign a guy named charlie brown jr uh to a 10-day contract uh so you know all the charlie brown memes and jokes were uh definitely going around the twitter sphere which were uh, pretty funny. I saw things like, uh, well, they offered him a contract and then they pulled it right at the last second. Uh, And then somebody else said, uh, I'm pretty sure he got paid in peanuts or he got paid peanuts, blah, blah, blah. You know, stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm.
1: Ludor needs to simmer down, bro. He the OKC's okay, only down to the Celtics by two. Shut right up. Right now in the middle of the fourth. Ludor needs to simmer. Yeah, are going to have fake a hip injury. He might be benched. Yeah. <laughs> he
3: might be benched the rest of the game. Yeah, we'll monitor that as we go through the pod. Uh, but hopefully that yeah. goes to a 15 game. Losing they're,
1: already, they're already playing him every other game. I know, most. man.
3: I know he's been really good um, But I won't go off on that That's not what we're here for I did want to point one more thing out I saw this tweet and like I just could not believe it But uh, you know Alexei Pokashevsky Has uh, he's the youngest guy in the draft He's the mystery man But he's also like super skinny Which I think a lot of people know But he weighs 189 pounds uh, At at 7 feet tall Um, Isaiah Thomas was five foot nine and at his play weight was hundred and eighty seven pounds.
1: So they're wow. the same weight.
3: <laughs> Two pound difference between the seven foot Alexei Pokashevsky and five foot nine Isaiah Thomas. And I was just like, Oh my God, bro. Like that is that is nuts. Um like hey, I, I, I can't be real.
0: It appears we have a special guest with us.
3: Who came in here? Oh man!
1: What up, boy? What up? I was uh, I just finished up a presentation for class actually, so I'm not sure why I was invited in here, but <laughs> oh man! Zach
3: didn't invite me. Zach is so mad he didn't make the playoffs. He's inviting other people that didn't make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So it's a celebration of sorts. Yeah, we're burning this league to the ground. That's what this is. <laughs> this is our insurrection of the league.
3: Hey Camden, uh, who's who's your pick to win the league this year? Uh, man, you know I would have to first look at who all made playoffs, but uh, oh man.
4: Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Um, I mean, I think Cam came on pretty hot.
3: Uh huh.
4: I mean, I feel like I, at some point, at one point, I was ahead of you in the playoffs. Yeah, like you were two or three weeks ago. And then Jamal Murray, of course, tore his entire knee in half. And so that pretty much put the stake in me. Um, But so I think Cam is coming in hot. So I think he could be a dark horse as a three seed. Um, I mean, as good as Bowie's team is, I I won't ever say Bowie. So (laughs) my my pick will be either Gabe or Cam as a surprise, a dark horse.
1: Well, I,
3: I accept the picks <laughs> we just suck yeah, up to the co host that's that's yeah, what I'm talking about this guy just wants to get invited back
1: Camden I just I want to know if you will ever draft another Warriors player <laughs> ever again
4: no so it seems unlikely I, mean, I, I had Wiseman he was hurt for a little while um, and then it's all around they, actually yeah I'll say Wiggins actually kind of
3: turned it around yeah. for
1: a bit. while I agree. he was out. He was like their only option, so he was just shot chucking the whole time yeah. and new right. right putbacks the whole time. Right. Uh, no, I mean, I, I definitely will <laughs> diversify my portfolio.
0: Well, <laughs> well if Gabe forward. doesn't keep Steph, you could uh, take him, too. Uh, yeah,
4: no,
2: I'm going to keep, the, all, keep the Warriors, all the Warriors. All the
4: Warriors. That'll <laughs> the Warriors team. Yeah. Starting five. Uh, starting ten, they'll just be my bench.
3: <laughs> oh, you might have done just as well. Who knows?
1: Uh, no, probably. Uh, Honestly, Camden's team without Carl Anthony Towns was like so hard to compete with, and then he got Carl Anthony Towns with the back, and like he actually put up a fight. So yeah. I respect him for at least, right, yeah, putting yeah, up a playoff. It was, playoff Eagles, it was <laughs> rough. And then- yeah cat came back and i think there was like since synth- like when cat came back i didn't lose a week right a good five or. it was six like a weeks. month and a half and i yeah. called it out on
4: the podcast yeah no that was wild i was like looking every once in a while and be like oh my team is winning again and like, <laughs>
0: thing. And part then, of me was yeah. hoping you'd uh make playoffs squeak in and win it all just like before. yeah I, I see i think on that
4: one podcast i came on i said if i
1: make it as the <laughs>
3: I can assure you nobody wanted that
1: besides yeah, you.
3: Yeah, no. I, I think I didn't want it. I just ran
1: my luck for a a plan going forward. <laughs> yeah. You
3: gotta save that up. That's yeah. funny. Uh last thing I wanted to mention here for the Thunder was uh we have climbed in the seedings amidst all this losing, so we are now uh one and a half games back from Detroit, which is crazy. Um, and then we're only two and a half games back from Minnesota who currently has the second worst record in the league. Uh, the Rockets have done a pretty good job of solidifying themselves as the worst record in the league, which is good for both Houston and Thunder fans as we've highlighted in the past. Um, but I, I like just a masterful tank job. As I mentioned before, I'm very excited. I'd love for Minnesota to win a couple more games. Uh, and Gabe, I I think I sent you the the pick odds as of today.
0: Oh yeah, I did see those. And
3: and so it's uh June twenty second, baby. It's gonna have a huge impact on both of our franchises. W-
0: when is the NBA draft?
3: So the draft's in July. I I don't know exactly what day. I want to say it's July twenty something because the uh typically the uh what do they call it? The lottery is. About a month before the actual draft, because they got to go in yeah. and do all the training stuff.
0: Yeah, the, the awkward event where they just pick some random person affiliated with the team to get the <laughs> ball. Yeah, I'm
3: yeah. I'm excited to see if they pick a Rockets, like either player or personnel, who understands what the pick protections are. <laughs> so they're not like <laughs> celebrating when they get the number five pick or something, you know, but we'll see.
1: Not
0: the draft is July 29th, by the way. The what? The draft is July 29th. 29th. The there you go. Okay. Y'all think they'll keep this NBA uh, season schedule like they have now where we start in December? I don't. Probably not. Dude, I think they should, personally.
3: Yeah, I like you it.
0: Don't, you don't compete with football. Like, you barely compete with football, and then you're really just competing with part of baseball and it it's just more evenly like better for all the sports in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I don't I I'm a huge fan of it like uh like you said in or starting after football ends so you really get to like watch all of football and concentrate on that and then like you just roll right into the beginning of basketball. What I didn't like about this year is just how compact it was. <laughs> yeah. Like that's horrible. They, like,
0: ex- Yeah, either extend the season some or do, like, maybe start... Well, I don't know. I would still start in December. Maybe just expand it a little more. I don't know. Yeah, I was
3: listening to uh, a report that... Or a podcast that they were kind of reporting that the owners would like to get back to the October start. Uh, I couldn't tell you exactly why, but it has something to do with finances, I'm sure. So, I would imagine that that gets pushed
0: it's interesting we'll see so y'all think they're gonna get another
4: short off season
0: again i do yeah. It would still be relatively, yeah it, like I, that. yeah i feel like with lebron and everyone crying about that i actually am more thinking they're not gonna do that i bet they start in december again yeah i always thought december was
4: kind of uh, like a pretty popular pick i thought that would be something they kind of just stick with now that they had it this year
0: yeah, I that's what I think, but I, I'm not an owner, so I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> I I will be soon.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: Outer we'll have, we'll our
1: have rim- to wait
0: and see. Owner of a house, huh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else we wanted to talk about before really deep dive in here into the fantasy matchups?
1: Oh, that's pretty much it for me.
3: Perfect. All right, let's go ahead and shift gears a little bit. Uh, Gabe, go ahead and pull out your notebook. Um, oh, they're here. Everything, everything you got. I don't know if you're a digital guy or like physical guy. Um, uh,
1: mostly digital. but Regardless, call- I'm sure there's charts
3: involved, uh, matchups, yada, yada. So um, yeah. we're going to start with the two guys that aren't in here. So, we'll go ahead and start with uh, Garrett and Bobby. Um, right. They are the, correct, wait, three, they're the four or five matchup. Right. Uh, And a little wrinkle is that Bobby, I guess, forgot to start his lineup the first day yeah, of that playoffs. Is
1: that is tough.
3: So, there's a little bit of a wrinkle. Um, And it
1: wasn't just like forgetting to set his lineup. Those are like four of his best probably eight. <laughs> yes players yeah. yeah like maybe maybe Thad Young is uh like on the fringe there but like Joel Embiid Tobias Harris and DeJounte Murray are all like significant players in and Murray crushed it Oh, four? yeah no he left he left 35 rebounds 10 steals like all on the bench like huge, huge numbers on the bench
3: brutal well hey Gabe before you get into it I want to hear real quick Zach who would you have winning this matchup? Just give me a name. You don't have to give me a ton
0: of reasons. Bobby. Gary sucks.
3: Okay,
1: perfect.
0: But I will say I think because uh, Bobby has CP3, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I think, uh, I think he's going to lead him to victory. So uh, that's my input, my analysis.
3: There you go. And Nick, who do you have?
2: Um, uh, I'd have to go Garrett. Um, Ooh, i don't okay. garrett like y'all seem to but <laughs> i don't know bobby whatever he's I don't, he's been pretty bad about setting his lineups for a while now actually i wouldn't be surprised if it happened again and uh garrett has Jokic,
1: who will definitely lead him yeah. to the win yeah we've got a a pair of MVP candidates going head to head we've got Embiid versus Jokic. yeah he's gonna be the first winner so well, was on the bench. Yeah. No. So so it's actually just Jokic versus no one.
0: But in real life, he was playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, playing yeah. I'm gonna pick up people off waivers all week
1: just to sabotage the people in the playoffs.
3: Just please don't <laughs> drop anybody that would actually be useful. That would kind of be, not good.
1: Yeah, okay, I, saw, drop. Okay. I saw Shea. I saw Shay on the waiver I know. And I was like, I know he's not gonna play, but like, It just scares. me. Like it just, it just scares me. Like, what if he like plays like, like
3: the last five games or something? Like, what if,
1: what if? He <laughs> wins the people, the championship, bro. He's gonna have, he's gonna every shot in the world.
3: <laughs> okay, I was just curious. What you guys? Uh, is Camden still in here? Okay. Yeah, no, I am. Oh, did you want to make a guess of this matchup? Uh,
4: I'm gonna say Bobby ends up winning, even after not setting his lineup first.
1: Yeah. That would be brutal. <laughs> okay,
3: yeah, Just that's to fair. rub it into Gary and let him know that how bad he really is. <laughs> just back to the Garrett hate, man. Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, Gabe, we've delayed it long enough. Here we go. This is uh, your time to shine, buddy.
1: All right, so we've got Garrett versus Bobby, which is a rematch of last week, actually, a matchup which Garrett won 5-3-0, and Bobby won free throw percentage assists and blocks. Okay. So, um, just setting the kind of the basis for this matchup, Garrett has made no trades and he has the fifth least transactions in the league over the course of the season. While Bobby, he's made three trades, which is kind of a lot, but he has the third least transactions in the league behind only big R and Ryan. So both of these guys don't really believe in streaming a spot. And so we have a pretty good idea of like what the matchup is going to look like. And without that streaming spot injuries are going to play a huge factor in this matchup. So some notable differences from last week, Garrett, um, Paul George had an ankle injury yesterday, but he's actually not on the injury report anymore, according to a tweet that I just saw. So that's really, really good for him because Paul George has been playing incredibly uh, lately. And you can feel free to butt in here, anybody who has a comment to say, whenever. But, yeah, Paul George has been playing incredibly. Kevin Herter has a shoulder injury, so he's doubtful for his next game. And Tyler Hero has a right foot injury. So all those guys played uh, significant minutes for Garrett's team last week, and there is question marks now around them. For Bobby's team, the the biggest thing here is Derek White. Derek White suffered a pretty bad ankle injury last night. And he was playing really, really well um, as of late. And then Trey Young, as well, suffered an ankle injury. And there's almost no no way either of those two guys come back. Um, And then most notably, like uh, Cam was talking about, Bobby benched Embiid, Tobias Harris, DeJounte Murray, and Thad Young last night. Um, My guess is unintentionally. But that leads (laughs) us to the kind of categorical fantasy analysis, right? So first up, we've got field goal percentage. Um, the The advantage appears to be in Bobby's favor because Garrett's got chuckers like Anthony Edwards and Teo Maladon, who just they just slaughter field goal percentage. But Jokic and John Morant last week they went eighty seven for one fifty total, and that's a fifty eight percent free uh, field goal percentage. And they take way more shots than the two guys that I mentioned previously. So if he can just bludgeon. The bad shooting with this amazing shooting percentage, then there's actually a chance that he could win. But I think that that field goal percentage is ultimately going to go in Bobby's favor. Free throw percentage. So uh, Bobby's team is the best free throw percentage in our league, hands down. And then for Garrett's team, Clint Capella and John Morant really hold uh, his team back in that category. So I think that both of the efficiency categories go the way of Bobby. For three pointers,
3: to give... Bob, Gabe, sorry, just really quick. To yeah. give context, Bobby is currently winning that. I know we're the only like halfway through the second day, uh, but both of the teams are shooting over 90% currently. Uh, Garrett's what? at... Did
1: Clint Capella play last night?
3: I was trying to see... Let me look. I, uh, I can, I can look he did. Clint Capella okay. did, but he didn't take any free throws, so that's interesting.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. Jokic so, went 10-for-10
3: from the free throw line last night.
1: Yeah, that's that's usually who slaughters it. Uh, and then John ja Morant, how did John ja Morant shoot from the free throw line? Seven of nine. Seven that's of actually nine. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. that's actually pretty good for, uh, for his free throw percentage. And then, um, it looks like Derek White missed a free throw, but other than that, yeah, it's a really close free throw battle. Uh, we'll see if Clint Capella um, ends up torching that, but that is interesting. For sure. For sure. Um, but anyways, next up we've got threes. So Bobby's team is the worst three point shooting team in the league, and he just lost his only volume three shooter in Derek White. Um nobody else on his team averages more than like one three a game. Like all the uh all the top guys on his team, Embiid, Paul, Harris, Murray, like they're not great shooters. They shoot um besides Trey Young. besides
3: Trey Young, right? But that's cause uh, he's injured. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. Injured, gotcha. Exactly.
1: But I mean, even Trey Young, how many threes is he hitting a game? He's hitting like less than two point three. A game. Oh, really? Two
3: point three threes a game, yeah. Season okay. stats. More,
1: more than I thought, but um, yeah, still, I think Derek White was uh, the one that was probably averaging the most on his team, and then I guess Trey Young right behind that. But um, yeah, both of those guys are out, so I think Garrett wins threes pretty easily. Uh, rebounds is probably the closest category between the two teams because, uh, Garrett won that by only six rebounds last week, which is why it's so, so, uh, mind blowing that Bobby left 35 rebounds on his bench last week. So the advantage has to go to Garrett in that situation. Um, assists is another toss up. Uh, the advantage appears to be in Garrett's favor, but Bobby's team won last week on the back of Chris Paul, Derek White and Trey Young. But like we've mentioned, two of those are currently unavailable. So that one's a toss-up, but I think it goes to Garrett. And then steals. um, Yet another close category, which was decided by one steal last week. But I mentioned Bobby left 10 steals on his bench last night. I don't see him winning that category after, after that night. And then for blocks, Garrett's team rivals Cam's and Nick's and it's inability to get blocks Uh, y'all are probably three of the worst four teams in the league (laughs) at blocks thanks and it's uh i mean i mean obviously it has worked because you're it's it's like a punt punt um scenario where you're like okay i don't need big men stats really i don't need blocks but instead i'm going to really really hone in on the five categories that i can win and just uh, just forget about blocks but it's interesting i'm gonna get to it in y'all's matchup but like Y'all's blocks category is like a toss-up, but in the worst way. Because like yesterday, you streamed in Isaiah Stewart and Cam Birch. Or was it Isaiah Roby or Isaiah Stewart? I don't remember. Isaiah Stewart, They are yeah. like, like seven blocks. And so I think that might be enough to just put the nail in the coffin. But anyways, Garrett's team is who we're talking about. And I think Bobby wins blocks because Garrett's team doesn't really get blocks. And then for points... Um, Bob, uh, Garrett Garrett wins points as well Joel Embiid is the only player on Bobby's team That averages 20 plus real life points per game So the ultimate prediction Is that Garrett wins at least 5-3-0 if not worse P- Probably 6-2-0 If I'm going to be honest with the prediction
3: Now Nick I guess we haven't officially asked you We've just kind of assumed What would happen in the scenario of a tiebreaker Like what if they had 4-4 Okay
2: Okay the actual tiebreaker is seed.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay, so highest seed just moves on if it's a four-four tie. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we were assuming. So that's that's good. That, that's kind of where we were at with that. Um.
1: Yeah. So who is the higher seed in this situation?
3: It's Garrett. So Garrett's the oh. four seed. Uh. And so it sounds like there's a lot of advantages kind of in Garrett's favor here, um, especially like even before. You talk about uh, Bobby missing the first day or whatever and all of his uh, players getting left out. Gabe, what would it take, in your opinion, Like, what are the two categories that he would have to swing his way uh, to make this upset happen?
1: Oh, man. Uh, Well, he'd have to win field goal percentage, free throw percentage, assists, and then he'd have to find... A way to overcome rebounds and maybe blocks and steals is the only... Because, yeah, he has to win five. He can't just do four. So right now I have him winning three categories, and then he'd have to find a way to win then assists and steals in, in addition to blocks and efficiency. So it's just going to be really tough, especially if you're not going to be willing to stream... Or, like, drop players or make a bunch of matchup acquisitions.
3: So, what about points, Gabe? Like, is that pretty lopsided in Garrett's favor? Yeah, it's
1: it's very lopsided in Garrett's favor. There's just look at, look at, uh, what's his name? Look at Bobby's team and tell me who scores over 20 points a game. And the answer is nobody. It's Joel Embiid and then a bunch of, like, they get, they fill up stat, like a bunch of stat stuffers, but, like, none of these guys. Miles Bridges has been playing really well without, lamello ball and and hayward but like realistically he's not a 20 points a game night i mean tobias
3: then, gotta be close right chris yeah, paul
1: yeah, yeah but close. like look at but then like you have on garrett's team and you've got like yeah. john Morant put up like a 33 spot last night you know you've got Jokic who consistently puts up 30 points a game paul george has been balling like CJ McCollum is a, a like he has at least five or six players who average like 20 points a game compared to like it's 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 way too lopsided for points I think
3: gotcha okay so does like doesn't really sound like there's going to be a lot of fireworks in that game uh, or yeah, that matchup unless,
1: unless there's like a very evident like okay the Suns play I, I look the Suns only played four games this week so if the Suns played five games and they didn't sit Like the Raptors this week, they play five games. Or not the Raptors. I take that back. The Mavs. Oh, the Raptors do. The Mavs play five and the Thunder play five. So if we were in a situation like that with, like, the Suns, who Chris Paul, the Bridges, uh, DeAndre Ayton, like he has a bunch of Suns players, then maybe he could just bludgeon points because he had so many games and they're probably not going to sit a ton of back-to-backs. But since that's not the case, um, yeah, like I said, I think it's going to eventually just go in Garrett's favor pretty heavily.
3: Gotcha. It is interesting that these are the two that got paired up against each other as they were two of of the least active uh, from <laughs> right. a transaction standpoint. But, I mean, right. it just goes to show, like, Bobby did really well in trades. Uh, at least it, it would seem to to be in the position that he's in. And Garrett drafted really well. You know, and right. so like it put them in the position that they're in, um, but looks like ultimately this one is probably going to fall Garrett's way.
1: <laughs> and the winner of this one plays me and I'm actually glad because I I, I think I'd rather play Garrett. I think my matchup or my uh, my team matches up against Garrett's team better. Yeah. And, and like if if Bobby was to like wake up next week and be like, oh, I'm going to like actually like do acquisitions and and make uh make claims and, and play like a spot seven at like like seven games through my one streaming spot i think it could actually be a dangerous team like his uh, yeah. like this seems pretty good if you just take off like bottom kind of people and make sure that you're setting your lineup every day
3: nick uh did that sway you in any way <laughs> or uh, uh you're like yep for sure garrett <laughs>
2: Not definitely Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) He has a lot of scoring.
3: Garrett. I'm uh, sorry, not Garrett. Zach, uh, has this helped you overcome your Garrett hate or uh, are you still riding with Bobby?
0: Nah, that kid sucks. He's (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs) lose. I mean, there's still like
1: injuries can still happen, obviously. And like, it's nothing's a for sure thing. Players can put up goose eggs in a lot of categories that they're typically pretty good in. And, uh, Like, you never know what can really happen. Right, yeah. But, like, this is just based on, like, numerical averages can go a long way in a game like this because, the like, the bigger your sample size is, like, in football, it's a one-game sample size, right? So there's a little bit more variability. There's a little bit more, like, ooh-ah factor because you don't exactly know what's going to happen. But since these fantasy players, they play four and five games over the course of a week. Like, even if they have one explosive game, like, the sample size is so big that eventually they'll kind of regress to their average and so it's a little bit easier to predict i feel in basketball than in uh like a fantasy matchup so that's interesting
3: that's interesting too because that's how it is in the nba playoffs compared to the nfl playoffs right like in the nfl you have one game that you play right and so there's variability in that one game but then in a bet in a best of seven series in the nba most times you get the more talented team to win that right. series, right? And that's actually going to be right. a really interesting case study for, like, the Brooklyn Nets this year. It, it's going to be really interesting to see does talent overweigh in a seven-game series because if you just, like, we're playing one game, I, I would bet the Nets don't win, you know, just because, like, there's right. so much variability. But to try to beat that right. team four times in seven games, it's similar in fantasy, <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's similar in exactly. fantasy and that's what I was telling you Gabe whenever we were talking about what the tiebreaker was in the playoffs it's the higher seed you know that really is NBA like like it's not my favorite thing ever that that's just what the ultimately what the tiebreaker is but it does make it a lot like the NBA in that sense of like you get the home court advantage uh you know typically your your higher seeds do win uh, even if it's like a close battle. So, it's just really interesting how all that plays out in comparison.
1: The the tiebreaker should be one game of 2K streamed on Twitch with your <laughs> five best players oh. versus his five best players. I love it. Dude. On, on Hall of difficulty. Okay. If you 4-4, that should be the actual tiebreaker.
3: I'm so down. Uh, we have the commissioner in the pod, so we can make this change happen immediately. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe yes, not
1: for this year, but if, like for the future, I feel like that could be such a hype, like a hype way to tie break. Most definitely, I was
2: actually gonna bring up like changing the tiebreaker in our commissioner yeah. chat actually, and yeah. that's a great idea. So, so. You just have to. Change I love it. Twitch, so yeah, I love it. But, uh, I don't know. A lot of our teams are like guard heavy though, like cams and. No, team. that's what I mean.
1: So you have to pick your five best players at their position, so like Dan oh, okay. would have to pick a waiver wire
3: center he no play no Church. i'm running Russ at center are you kidding me that guy's oh, the best rebounder that. in the
1: game yeah, yeah you can do that too <laughs>
3: let's go ahead and move on to the next matchup here it's obviously me versus nick uh going hard at each other um let's first kind of hear zach what uh who's your pick here of this matchup
0: so all logic will tell you to go with cam so i'm going with nick i like it what
3: i really i really thought you were going to pull something out like well he choked in flag football that one time so he's probably going to choke in the playoffs
0: see look i didn't even have to say it; you did it for me
3: yeah i knew i knew what you were thinking uh if camden's still in here camden you can kind of give a uh a, a prediction as well yeah i mean i i think
4: i'll take you uh cam in this one well i think you won six trades out of this so uh and i mean in fantasy football
3: you did choke in the second round so you gotta at least get to the second <laughs> round. i did not choke guys i appreciate it i guess that's what you
4: want to
2: say whatever
3: <laughs> man whatever uh nick how are you how are you feeling about this matchup
2: um, you know the morale's been pretty low on Team Bronicle Boys for about <laughs> four weeks, now. just decimated by injuries. Decimated. I mean,
1: that that timeline kind of intersects with Donovan Mitchell <laughs> and his injury. Yeah, that Donovan Mitchell, uh, Van Bleet was
2: out. That's about when SGA went out. Um,
1: oh yeah. Colin Sexton,
2: it, I just yeah. had to drop him. Yeah. Because um, of concussion. Now Zach Levine's gone. It's like those were my five best players.
0: True.
1: <laughs>
2: So, I mean, just decimated, but we're, we're working with it. Um, our teams are built pretty similarly. Yep. Um, <laughs> I would agree. Well, they were. Yeah. Um, until I lost all my good guards. Um, <laughs> so, I actually have the stats. I led the league in point score total at 12,595. Yeah. And Cam was at 12,522.
1: I just looked at that. They were the very, very high-scoring teams.
2: Yeah, and then the threes, Cam was actually first at 1468, and I was third at like
1: 1376. Yeah, Camden snuck in second there. Camden was raining threes throughout. He had
3: all the Warriors, so... Yeah, I also the <laughs> most of them
1: like like 100. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I like to call the buddy-healed effect. Yeah, <laughs> Buddy-healed on an off-shooting year. <laughs> but,
2: uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not feeling that confident with all the injuries, but i Try to pack in as many games as possible. Like, I yeah. have uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Williams because he's playing five games this
1: week. Right. I don't know. he's not one of those that will sit, so.
3: Speaking yeah. of Kenrich Williams, uh, the Thunder winning by five with seven seconds left, so I'm depressed.
1: I told you, I told you bro. Lou Dort, he should have. They, uh, they done goofed to let them back on the court.
3: Actually, player of the game was Darius Baisley, so I guess that's half good because of my fantasy I, team.
1: I agree. And because it's good to see Basley have a good game.
3: I don't care. I just want a top pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: now, I, I think it's, I,
3: th- I think it's funny because Nick, you say you talk about how our rosters are built so similarly, and I think it was either last pod or the pod before that where I was telling Gabe I was like, I honestly built my fantasy roster the way I just like to play basketball. Like it's just with a bunch of players who can do a little bit of everything like ball handling, passing dribble shooting, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it just leads to a roster in fantasy that I, I really enjoy. Like those are players I like to watch play. Uh, that's players I think are good at basketball and that's who ends up on my team. And I know like in college, uh, Nick, you were much, much faster and better than me at basketball. Um, but we did, like, we were both guards. And, you know, like, I just, I wonder if, like, any of that matters to how you would build a roster or, like, how you would build a fantasy team. Uh, or maybe this is just, like, dumb luck and this is what ended up happening. But I just thought it was funny that, like, we got matched up together and we do have such similar teams.
2: Oh, I've absolutely built my team similarly to this for the past four years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love watching, like, skilled guards. Exactly.
3: Like, that's my Give me people yeah. who have the ball in their hands. That seems to be a good recipe.
2: <laughs> yes, like absolutely. <laughs> this
1: Funny. is my thing.
3: Uh, well, Gabe, I know you got more for us, uh, so why don't you just dive in?
1: Yeah. So for this matchup, Cam versus Nick, uh, they haven't played since the week of February 8th, a matchup which Cam won 5-3-0, and Nick won all of the big man's stats, so field goal percentage blocks and rebounds. Um. Nick has made two trades, but he has the most transactions in our in our entire league. Um he's the most active player in our entire league. I am typically pretty active and he has even more transactions than I do. So if anyone is going to give Cam a run for his money through injury, it's going to be Nick. Cam has made one trade and he has the sixth most transactions in our league.
0: I think Wait, that wait first- Gabe, Gabe.
3: What what trade was that, Zach?
0: What trade? What? I made one.
3: <laughs> I made one trade this year, Zach. What was it?
0: Oh, nice. Thanks for uh Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he yeah. he did a lot Both
3: for you. Heavily, heavily intoxicated
0: at the time of that trade. <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, in
3: Vegas when we made that trade. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was it, right. it ended up working out for you, but I still wouldn't the made playoffs. if for us was on my team. So
3: single-handedly carrying. Go ahead, Gabe. Sorry, just wanted to remind no, Zach I, what uh, he did.
1: Yeah, since Camden sent me a fantasy football trade and, on that trip, and I still black out every <laughs> time I think about it because it had like ten players. Jalen <laughs> Hurts, and I like this could be fair, but I have no clue is. Yeah.
3: That is so funny.
1: But anyways, so these are some stream heavy teams, right? And so this matchup should be much more competitive, except for the fact that, like Nick was talking about, Donovan Mitchell's injured. Fred Van Fleet is on a tanking Raptors team, and Zach Levine has COVID until at least, I think, Friday, and then he has a chance to be back Friday. But um, and, and I think I was saying that Cam has the six most transactions in our league. He, I think at first, was a little bit hesitant to drop some of these players on his team, but I think eventually we convinced him that it was the best idea, and he has been pretty much frying ever since so
3: this podcast was the best thing for my fantasy knowledge to be honest because I used to think <laughs> like I was like no I don't want to drop my ninth best player on my team or stupid stuff yeah, like that no, and then maybe. I you're right I finally got to a point I was like these players do not matter like just give me somebody who's gonna yeah. have minutes <laughs> well,
1: yeah. exactly so fantasy analysis let's talk about field goal percentage um this one's gonna be ugly for both of y'all Because if anyone can go toe-to-toe with Jason Tatum and Russell Westbrook, it's Fred Van Vliet and Kobe White on a Bulls team with no Zach Levine. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty ugly in the field goal percentage category. But I'm giving it to Nick because I don't think that Jason Tatum and Russell Westbrook are going to fix their woes anytime soon as far as field goal percentage. Their counting stat, they haven't wavered a bit. They triple-double every night. But their field goal percentage has been... A little bit uh, in the toilet. Um, free throw percentage I'm also going to give to Nick, solely because even though he went 4-4 last night, which is a surprise, um, he's still shooting 62% from the line, and uh, Nick doesn't have anybody that tanks field goal percentage quite like that, or free throw percentage quite like that. So uh, Say that again? Second in the league. Second in the league, I know, behind uh, Bobby, who also has nobody that tanks uh, his free throw percentage. Um, shout out Jakob Pertle and uh, Ben Simmons on my team for uh, <laughs> thanking those. But anyways, um, for threes, I think injuries will probably be too much to overcome in this category for Nick. And it also helps that D'Angelo Russell hit seven threes last night. I was saying uh, a little bit before we started recording that like D'Angelo Russell's role on this team might be better coming off the bench. And I don't know, like if he as a player, is going to be okay with that because maybe he feels like he's an all star caliber talent and it's disrespectful to like even suggest that he would come off the bench. But bro, he has been balling and the Timberwolves have been playing so so much better with like Ricky Rubio, who's more of a pass first guard in that starting point guard role, alongside some of the uh, It's it's letting Carl Anthony Towns handle the ball more, it's letting uh Anthony Edwards um do a little bit more, and Ricky Rubio. I, I just think that. With, the, like, D'Angelo Russell kind of dominating that second unit, it could be interesting if the uh, Timberwolves decide to go that direction. And I think it's been really good for his fantasy game, too. But uh, kind of an aside there for NBA knowledge. Yeah, D'Lo uh, the
3: other day, or was it last night? I think he had six threes in the first half, and yeah. then only one in the second half. But, yeah, like you said, was was uh, plenty for me to see. I was uh, very ecstatic to see that. He also hit the... Uh, the game winner in which the Jazz decided not to guard him. So that was yeah, cool.
1: They, they <laughs> double teamed Carl Anthony Towns at half court. <laughs> and then Rudy Moore was like, oh, wait. Hold yeah. On. And whoever was inbounding made a really high IQ pass. Like, he, he, gave, he was wide open. What do you mean? He was, like, was immediate. Like, he yeah. saw yeah. it go very step, and it was like, like he, it, sometimes those guys are just key in on one thing and they throw it up to Carl Anthony Towns. But he, uh, he made the pass. Uh but anyways, moving on. Rebounds. We've got if anyone hates big men more than Cam, it is definitely Nick. Nick would Nick actually won rebounds in that Shout first out. matchup. Um, do you remember who you had, Nick, that helped you win all those oh, big men stats? Probably John Collins and Ennis Cantor. It was young Ennis Cantor who was in in that matchup, he was going crazy. I think he had like 50 boards. Uh Yusuf Nurkic came back. And his role has shrunk as we expected, but it is unfortunate for Nick's team because Ennis is not even on your team anymore, um, because he his role is not really fantasy relevant anymore. It kind of is, I guess, but not enough to keep on your team like that. Um, assists. Uh, this one's a toss-up. It's close, but I I don't know if anyone can really stop Russell Westbrook from accumulating assists at this point. He every time I look, he has like twice as many as a normal point guard would average. Like he has like 16 or something. Like eight is a good night for an average point guard, and this man has like 16 assists on a normal night. And he is playing back-to-backs. He's just he's playing really really well outside of his field goal percentage. But honestly. Who cares? That's uh, it's one one statistical category, and he's playing well in the six others. So uh, it is what it is. Um, I think steals is really interesting in this one. Uh, I think that Nick is going to win steals, but it could come down to like waiver wire pickups. And it's funny because you say you structured y'all's teams uh, very similarly, and TJ McConnell and Marcus Smart like fill like the same like defensive assists role on both of y'all's teams. I think they're pretty similar fantasy. Players and ultimately they're probably your biggest steal contributors, and so we'll see if T.J. McConnell's got another ten steal game uh, up his uh, up his sleeve, or if Marcus Smart uh, can just get those consistent two steals a game. He got
3: a uh, he got five tonight in the Thunder game, so.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, that's gonna be big. He's a great defender, and we've all known that since he went to Oklahoma State. The problem
3: is, of- uh, uh, Brown. Uh why is his name? Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown had four, so kept oh, uh, for, uh kept Nick afloat yeah, in the steel category.
1: I don't think, it's a pretty, I don't think the Jalen Brown's that big of a steal contributor usually, so that is uh pretty interesting. But nice to see nonetheless. And the more the the less that Jason Tatum plays, the better that Jalen Brown is gonna play. So there's kind of a direct correlation in jalen brown accumulating stats for nick's team and jason tatum not accumulating stats for cam's team which is also interesting to monitor later in the week because i think jason tatum is at least questionable for the next game or like i don't think that he's going to be out for a long long time is he no I think it's like probably-
3: a they called it an ankle impingement so i don't think so but they did rule yeah. him out pretty early like he was out yeah. as of yeah. yesterday for this for tonight's game
1: yeah, so we'll have to monitor that. It could stay interesting. Uh, blocks, uh, I put this matchup's blocks category is embarrassing to fantasy playoffs everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's not very many blocks going to be had. But you did stream in seven blocks last night, and I think that could be enough for you to take that category. So I have you taking blocks and then points. um, you just have less injured good guards than Nick, so ultimately I've got you winning five three zero with Nick winning uh, the, uh, the efficiency categories and steals, um, and you winning the other five categories. So it's kind of my prediction. I think like the uh, th- there's a couple categories in there that could be at least a little bit closer. I do think that this game will be more competitive than the first even though like you're dealing with injuries nick and stuff i i do think that this one has the chance to be competitive even though it doesn't look that way or it didn't look that way last night um i think that ultimately as the uh, as things start to settle down look it's already it's already closer it's four three one three four one in favor of uh of cam but who's the higher seat who moves on if you tie
3: yeah it's yeah, me Cam's... it's me okay I'm the three, so, Nick is the six, so.
1: Yeah, so Nick's going to have to find a way to win five cats then, or a, or a 2K game on Hall of Fame if he wants to switch the rules. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I've got for these two matchups. I'm excited to watch them throughout the week, but uh, I do think that um, there are some significant like injuries and other things that are going to hold. Like the fireworks back if you were expecting it to come down to like sunday in the points category or something
3: yeah Nick uh did you have any other thoughts here on our matchup
2: uh, I just like to say that your team is great and even if my team wasn't injured this would be an amazing um <laughs> amazing week of uh, matchup like,
3: for sure yeah I agree uh I do think that it's it's funny because you know the uh, we just talked about the other matchup is like two guys who don't make transactions and then us two like we make tons of transactions you know like we were already talking about and it, it would be a situation where like i would feel so much better like i feel really good about my team and i think i'm one of the hottest teams like coming in uh i still think it's gonna be super tough to beat gabe uh and even Bowie when he gets lebron back but Like, I would feel a whole lot better if I was playing either of the other two guys on the other side. Just because there is that X factor of, like, you have to be good at picking up players. And the first part of that is, like, actually being willing to pick up players. Um, And I know that Nick's going to use all seven of his transactions, right? Like, he's already up to five. (laughs) He is already up to five transactions on the second day. You know, and so uh, it is a little bit different strategy. And I like what Nick did. Like, he was going to utilize his transactions early to jump on the players that were going to get the most games, right? Which computing that makes sense. I'm going with, like, I'll just let you know, like, I'm going with a little bit different strategy. Just because I'm the higher seed, I'm holding on a little bit more to my transactions. Just so if I get into a situation on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where it's like, hey, I know I really need to concentrate on this one category to make sure I either win five three or tie four four to move on. Like I'm gonna hold those a little bit more, and like that's kind of my strategy for this week. Knowing that I'm playing Nick, I I don't think I would have to utilize that strategy like playing those other two guys if that makes sense. Right. So
1: no, that is that is really smart, and I think the third part that also is part of it is. Like if you watch a lot of basketball, like I think that honestly everyone in this podcast watches a ton of basketball. So like you know, like a player like Malachi Flynn or yeah. like uh, like somebody like these aren't just names on a fantasy app that you're like, oh, I wonder if this guy can actually get me anything because he's highly rated on this one app that I use or on this one website that. I <laughs> like you're actually watching the game and you're like, this guy, it might be good. He might be better than Gary Trent right now, and I don't know if the raptors feel that way but like he might be and so like seeing that and you're like oh this this might be a pickup that i can make because if the raptors are going to rest guys malachi flynn's actually going to get minutes you know like it, it, it's just little things like that where yeah you can you can really maximize your uh your pickups it, it's
3: also being plugged into like local teams especially like the teams you really like uh what's right. interesting is like the rockets and the thunder are two teams that are just honestly actively trying to lose and so like their roster decisions are going to be super interesting and not like uh not not the same decisions that teams trying to win are going to make you know and so being able to be plugged into knowing like hey they're going to give Darius Baisley the ball a ton the rest of this Mm. the rest of the season because they want to see what he can do as a ball handler like knowing those things is going to be helpful to fantasy or like Nick. Yeah. Nick is plugged into so many different teams. Like I'm pretty sure Nick, you were like a huge Kings fan at one point. <laughs> and so <laughs> okay.
1: Maybe after this off season once, once Luke Walton is gone, like I can be a Kings fan again, but it's just been tough. They're so fun to watch still. Like Fox and Hill. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, just
3: get Luke Walton out of there. They're gonna be so much better.
1: Yeah. I don't know what
0: they're going to do. Who's their power forward it's, is Bagley? They're, they're just a poverty, poverty.
3: Bagley. It's, uh, it's Bagley. <laughs> yeah, it's Bagley. That when he's guy. there. <laughs> when he's not cussing people out and <laughs> his dad's not talking about the coach and
0: stuff. Hey, <laughs> just imagine drafting Bagley over Luca. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> absolutely. Mistakes made. Awesome. Okay, Uh, anybody got swayed on their decisions? Obviously, I'm going to go with myself and then Nick's going to go with his self, so.
1: All right. I can't wait for Zach to be like a uh, like a seventy year old man and the Mavs like uh, <laughs> the Mavs haven't won a championship but neither have the Kings and he's just gonna say, like remember when the Mav or when the Kings took Bagley over Lucas? <laughs>
0: unbelievable. Hey we've we've already won one in my lifetime. That's any that's more than any other Dallas team can say. <laughs> that is true. You're not wrong. That is true. You're not, not wrong. Stars. They're ninety nine. Ninety nine, true, but most recent. True.
3: This decade.
0: Shots, shots fired at Cowboys and Rangers. Yeah. Rangers True. have are the biggest show card of all time. <laughs> yeah. That yeah was the Ra- cool. the Rangers are the Reggie Miller meme. You, know I mean. you, yeah, you guys literally.
3: you guys should start a just Dallas uh sports hate podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, I was thinking about like a support group, but okay. <laughs> support group. <laughs> sports hate can also work too. <laughs> oh, all right, boys. Uh,
3: anything else to add here? Zach, did you have some random stats to give us or anything?
0: Oh. <laughs> or or uh, you're so checked out? <laughs> no. No no stats. Just uh, a- according to my metrics, I was the most uh, screwed in the league not to make the playoffs.
3: Wow. Is anybody yeah. shocked to hear that Zach thinks he was the most screwed in the league?
0: <laughs> Zach, you got off 2K anyway. I don't know why you're playing 2K. <laughs> ball, I guess. <laughs> we're getting
3: our challenges done <laughs> this guy's playing 2k watching a maps game while gonna, doing a podcast it's, unbelievable.
0: <laughs> it, it's inception
3: uh all right well hey good luck to everybody uh especially the two main matchups for this week uh we'll have two more really good matchups next week uh, as the playoffs continue i think we're going to try to get ramsey in on that one uh just to offer a little bit more insight Nick, thanks for coming on. Camden, thanks for guest appearing (laughs) for us. Uh, Fun pod tonight, boys.